1: Find
2: a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. After years of getting ripped off by big wireless providers, there's finally a better option. Mint Mobile is the affordable premium wireless service that you buy online, starting at just 15 bucks a month. By cutting out retail stores, Mint Mobile got rid of the crazy overhead costs so that you could score some sweet savings every month. To get your new wireless phone plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com save. That's mintmobile.com save. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in.
1: I've been a sad, sad person this week because, I, you know, I, I hate playing Aston Villa. They're the new Bolton and I've been miserable week and I woke up this morning. I was like, oh, we're just going to lose and and all those little st- sycophants that follow johnny and like jibe oh what you been watching for two years pete gonna be on my case all weekend gonna ruin my i got a weekend alone oh really ruin my... yeah i got a weekend alone and and i was i was nervous but you know what you knew after five minutes what was coming
2: well yeah but we we thought that after uh eight minutes of uh of palace right and then it and then it went south so maybe that was yeah. a good wake-up call in this game
1: yeah, that that's true. I uh, I am I, I, I'm, I'm having a better day. Ooh. Right, okay, I'm gonna put out the Twitch link and then um, and then we can we can think about going live, Matt.
2: Oh yeah. Up. Mirror main, mirror
1: main. You twist and turn my mind until I don't know who I am. Mirror Good. Good evening and welcome to an on the whistle edition of the podcast. I am joined by Mac Candela. Mac Candela, welcome to the show. How are you feeling right now?
2: Oh, very good. Very good. Excited for the weekend. Going in with three points. Can literally put my feet up and just watch all the teams around us flail, knowing we've already got three points in the bag. So
1: it's yeah, good I, I am I am feeling so relieved the the depression that swirled around me post-Palace, you know, it's it's like people attack me when when we have a bad result, like it's my fault personally. And then I start feeling like it's my fault that Arsenal had a, a draw against Palace, you know, not exactly the worst of results, an unlucky one at that. So we needed something special today. And I was glad that Arsenal showed up. And you knew after two minutes, you knew what Arsenal had showed up. Yeah, and, and and the noise in the stadium. I was jealous. I wish I was there having pints with everybody. But it was an exciting game. So there's no Johnny today. Johnny, J- Johnny didn't wanna, didn't wanna be on today. He was, he's, he's, just like, I'm, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. I don't want to see your smug face, Pete. I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry you're not here, Johnny. He, does, he, does, he doesn't
2: like it when Arsenal win. Does he, he doesn't
1: like it when we win. Just joking, Johnny's Johnny's doing a comedy show in Peckham this evening. Uh, So he let us down. He let us down. But we won't we won't we won't harangue him too much for that. But we will get into the hottest takes because there's plenty of hot takes. Matt, take us away with the hottest take.
2: Well, um, we were all worried, weren't we, after after Monday's performance, because we thought we looked this week and thought we needed to get six points out of six. And suddenly, um, you know, we were flailing after that result against Palace and even worse, the performance. But we were straight out the blocks today. From the first minute we were on it, um just coming into half time I thought i was I was worried because we'd only got the one goal we've seen that one goal is never enough with this arsenal team, and then out of nowhere uh we, we 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 actually um got a little bit of luck for a change, got the second goal, and that was really game over um and and but but what was what was pleasing is uh, there was just energy and passion uh the 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 Spurs blueprint was back out on the table, and um and and we kept it up for for close on ninety minutes. So close, you know, slowly but surely we are beginning beginning to show what we're all about at home, at home. Um, still away, a fear a fear for us, um. But but you know, at home we're beginning to get some performances that are that are that are inching to be. Um, Improvements. So um, important. Three points.
1: Yeah. My my hot take is today was about a performance. I read a few people saying no, no, no. It's about three points. No, 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 no. I didn't want to see Arsenal uh, like bummed to a, a, a one nil win today. We needed a performance. Arteta needed to show that there's an upside to this side, and he needed to show that the Spurs first half wasn't a blip. Like we, you know, we need to see that there is a promised land and that we can find it on a on a more regular basis. On the blog this week, I've been writing about the the Goldilocks football of Mikel Arteta. It's never really that bad, but it's also never really that good. And I don't think that's a I don't think that's a good place to land. You've either got to hit the heights or or hit the lows, and we've you know we've got to see more of the heights. Well, you know what
2: was one of the pleasing things for me was one of the things that's really depressed me over the last couple of games is after the Spurs game, we sort of sat back and we said unequivocally, that team is our best team. That team's our best team. And then we basically played the same team for the following two games and we weren't great. No. And I think it it was partly that that was just depressing because it was like, this is our best team. There's nothing else. And so one of the thing the thing that really cheered me up today was seeing Tavares, Laconga, Lacazette come in and all make the team better in this particular game. And so suddenly it was like, Oh, maybe it's maybe we maybe we have got some players who can make a difference. And yeah. And and especially the left back, I really enjoyed his performance. Not even just because of his performance, but just because it made our whole play seem so less one dimensional. I love Kieran Tierney, but I just get so bored of that, like out on the left, where it's just like goes out to him, it gets swung in, it gets headed out over and over and over again. And that's not a slight on Kieran Tierney, it's more a slight on how we play sometimes with him. And I thought today we were way more direct.
1: We were, we were. So I am going to go on to the next topic. Which is uh, which is this one? It's the power of confidence. Oh, uh, I think know, you... I
2: think this is about a tweet that uh, that that I saw you replying to yesterday.
1: Yeah, uh, there was a tweet uh, I I wrote after you know after the Brighton and Palace game. I don't think the problem was you know people were saying it was a bad mentality or it was it was poor tactics. It was confidence. You know we we've got, we've got the youngest team in the Premier League. They're going to have ups and downs this season and. Brighton pressed us hard, and we didn't have the confidence to show for the ball in midfield. So we ended up pinging it long, doing exactly what they wanted, and uh, and, and letting letting Brighton happen to us. Did a little bit the same uh, against Palace. You know, we went one goal up, and then we we fell back into a lack of confidence. And people were saying, "No, no, 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 no! It's the tactical setup. It's the formation. It's uh, it's Arteta. He's a fraud." It's like, no, you've got a young squad of players sometimes, and and they've only just started playing together. So there's going to be ups and downs. And what I really wanted to see today was a confident performance. And you remember the cup final, uh, cup semi-final against Manchester City. Uh, Manchester City press hard. If you don't play through the press early on, it's relentless. But if you play through the press two or three times early on, the team has to sit back because that's a tactic that's not working. Arsenal from the off today, the midfield showed the defense showed. There was this one moment really early on where Ben Wright broke the press and ran 70 yards down the pitch. It didn't end in anything, but Villa didn't know how to deal with that. Villa were like, "Well, we can't if we can't keep on pressing and letting them just walk right through us." That confidence, that bravery, that courage set the tone for majority of the game today. So, I was I was really happy to see the uh you know that there was there was more confidence to play through I don't know whether you noticed either. I, I thought the, uh, I thought the players were taking less touches today. There was a lot more one-touch passing, which again is a byproduct of confidence. But um, the ball moved a lot quicker, and there was, uh, there was a lot of variation in the play. Listen, today's game was sexy. I'm going to say it. That was sexy football. It was. That, it that was felt sexy. What What, did, what do you think about? Uh, what did What did you think about the confidence? No, more. Uh, I'm going to be more pointed with the question. What was the difference today? If you were going to say, what was the who was the difference maker that really uh, powered that game?
2: Um, I think the biggest difference was the balance of the team. You know, obviously, like the setup with we actually had had less creative players, so-called creative players, on the pitch. That's so true, uh, yeah. Ironically, but the performance was way more creative, and I think it makes you really think that creativity is not about having all your most creative players on the pitch at once and trying to shoehorn them in. It's trying to find that that magical um, balance. And the player who looked really liberated to me, I thought, was Smith Rowe. I thought he was absolutely outstanding, popping up with all the spaces. But he always managed to find himself in some space. And we had a structure in which people were able to get him the ball where he needed it most. Sometimes you just find that he's always getting the ball uh, when we you know, he's always getting the ball uh, in tight spaces, whereas today the way we were structured, uh, uh, party having a partner, uh, even like Lacazette and Yang, it's just 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 the whole the whole structure of the team just way healthier. And he was always getting our players were always getting the ball in space. Uh, they, yeah, they were Man- getting the
1: ball in better positions instead of have like Smith Rowe always gets out of those tight jams, but he wasn't in as many tight jams today. It was turn and run. You know, that, exactly,
2: that. he was always running into space, and I think yeah. that was that was that was that was that was the big difference. So, um, I don't like party on his own in midfield. I just don't think any 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 midfielder can do that against in in the Premier League. I think if that's that that's a very very you can maybe you can do it on sixty minutes for the for the last thirty when the game has been broken basically, or or when you're chasing the game but starting the game like that just is 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 in in the in the premier league today is 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 sort of suicide and and I think we touched on it in the last podcast when I was on with Johnny which is that's the reason why Chelsea play Jorginho and Kanté or uh Kovacic and, and and Jorginho because they recognize that you have to win the midfield to gain control of a football match and I thought um we did a really really good job of that today and Laconga is mobile, Party just looks so much better with someone next to him. You know, he's, 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 he's a Rolls Royce when you put players around him. But you can't leave him scratching around on his own trying to do everything. There's, there's just not a player in the Premier League who can do that.
1: Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say my style player today, Alex Lacazette. Oh, you know, he, he set the tone for aggression. Early on, snapping into people, challenging. Like that, they they were before the game. I don't know. He could have been praying. I don't know. I don't think that he prays before the game, but it looked like he was trying to get the fans up for it. He was smashing into the backs of players. Uh, He, I think the midfield trusts him. You know, the ball goes into Lacazette, and you know it's not going to get lost. There were, there were there was a there was a whole section of the game against palace where you know we couldn't string three passes together i think there was actually a statistic we only strung the three passes together like nine times in 40 minutes or something uh, in the palace game but alex lacazette is like a glue he just links he i, I don't even know what that role is is it a full time role he he just links the team so well and uh, he can he can pass around corners Steve Bowles said about four years ago that Alex Lacazette could play as a number 10, and we all laughed. But I, I thought the performance from Lacazette, uh, there, was, there was leadership, there was skill, uh, there were classy moments. But he's an absolute workhorse. And he, he gets in the team for 10 games, and we're all like, oh, get, get him out, get him out. But like, we, we've missed him. We've missed him. I thought he had a, an absolutely stunning display. It looked like he might have picked up an injury. Which is which is worrying. well,
2: like, I mean, it was strange because he was uh signaling to go off, but he was cramping. Um, uh, and maybe. so maybe maybe he just had nothing left in the tank, but and he was still he was still running when he was signaling to go off. So I'm not quite sure what happened. Look, um, I saw on, that
1: Newcastle I, move.
2: Well, I mean, <laughs> I thought he was really, really good. Um, I yeah. have my issues, which are like he's 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 he's, he's a decent player. I just think he's 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 very very limited in a couple of key things which is mobility and scoring goals. And so it's really really difficult for me to get overly excited because those two things are such integral parts of being a top level striker. But can he do a job? Can he help us? Has he got an incredible attitude? Is he a great squad member? Yes. But you know, we've also we've also made a massive fuck up by letting him go in the end of his year contract he, he, he's, he's going to go on a free basically he can negotiate a move jack in 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 eight weeks so um crazy absolutely crazy
1: it is crazy yeah i i just hope that we max out his shop window adrenaline that he's got you know he's going to want to impress in every game because he needs a big move and
2: well I mean, I... we can't we can't um i think we can but i think um the problem is that he's going to get a deal done in January.
1: Yeah. And then, and then, then you,
2: he's going to be trying not to get
1: injured. There, Then you go into preservation mode. I wonder whether he might be trying to get, uh, Oh no, there's no tournament next year. Is there? Um, I was wondering whether he might be trying to get into the French squad, but that's probably, there is a
2: tournament, but he's not going,
1: <laughs> he's not going to that tournament. Let's be honest. I, I think he's just trying to get 180 grand a week Yeah, uh, in his next deal. Good so I, I think you've touched on it already, but, I want to talk about superb Sambi. Did, I think Sambi Conga had his best game in an Arsenal shirt today. I think he really announced himself. Looked like he kept up with the speed of the game. His passing was smart, ambitious where it needed to be. I loved his movement. But I also like the defensive work that he did. You know, he, he, he seems like the sort of player that instinctively knows uh, where to position himself what did you think of sam uh, Samuel konger we've got star and hands
2: yeah yeah i mean he's I, I love his mobility he just like he's just got that fluidness about the way he 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 moves around the pitch and he's just got that beautiful sort of languid style but with, but he's always switched on you know he's alert to danger um he gets rid of the ball quickly uh passes early um so i think he's a, he's a fantastic find and you know it's not not easy coming into a team, certainly not easy coming to into a team that lost its first three games um especially when he was he played a couple of them um so he's sort of betting in well. we know from his background that he is a leader so um we haven't we're not we're not we're not quite seeing that much of that yet as you'd expect he's gotta just focus on doing 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 his job but we certainly didn't miss uh, Xhaka today, which is good. We will miss him at certain points in the season until he's until he's back fit, but you have to say it's a significant squad upgrade. I think the other thing to say is, you know thank God we made all those signings because we I know be, right we would be in all sorts of mess if it wasn't for laconga Ramsdale uh, White um these guys are are really um, they're really demonstrating that they're ready for uh, the first team and they've got the right personality to play in this team and the fans are getting behind them at home so uh, it's, it's it's looking positive I mean it, it shows just how barren that squad was before this summer. Yeah. I don't think yeah. we quite realised quite how bad it was. We're we're very good at going. This squad is definitely good enough for top four. And then you make some signings, and you look back at the old squad, and you're like, well, Ooh. of course, of course, that wasn't getting top
1: four. Yeah, the the interesting thing with Samuel Conga is he he's really young, and it's not just adapting to an Arsenal midfield. It's adapting to the Premier League. You know, he's 21 years old, he's, and he didn't come from a he didn't come from a a good European league. He came from Belgium. You know, that's, that, that is, you know, most of the, most of the talent coming through in Belgium is, he's already in Holland or elsewhere by the time it gets to the standard needed. So he's going to have ups and downs. And I thought, you know, I, I think the Jacker injury is detrimental to our ambitions this season, because it means that you've got to put Sam Bielakonga in early. You can't have a gradual integration into the side, but also if we take our medicine now, at least we've got the solution by January. He'll be ready by January to take to move to the next level. And maybe Jacker doesn't come right back into the side because we've got a young twenty-one-year-old in there that is consistently performing at the level he needs to. But I thought today was a mature performance. I think it—it's really difficult for players that of that age to make a massive mistake. He owned it in the media after, but it's you know to play in a game against a a tricky Aston Villa side with all that pace and that ability to damage you. And then you've got to, you've got to up your game. You've got to do the one touch passing. You've got to not make any mistakes. Um, That's difficult. That's, that's mentally challenging. And he came in and he absolutely bossed it today. Like some of the passing was absolutely fabulous. And listen, Granite Jacker is a great seven out of 10 player. You're always going to get seven out of 10, maybe a 7.5 out of 10 occasionally but there's there's not an 8 in there there's not a 9 in there samby's got 8 and 9s in his system thomas Partey has got 8 and 9s in his system so to see those two start to work out a partnership that could be beneficial I don't know, i'm excited i'm getting carried away i'm getting carried away because i thought we'd lose today um but well,
2: and you can't underestimate how much harder it is to go and play that game you know four nights after uh after after we played on monday you know so we got the we didn't have rest we didn't have a lot of um, confidence. No. Nope. Uh, so, you know, everything was everything was pointing towards a really, really tricky game. And we came out. And I think it just showed that behind the scenes anyway, there's still um, the, the, the squad and the team are are still positive and focused on what they're trying to achieve. And it's, it's one of those things, right? It's like we all go... It's a young team, so it's going to be bumpy. But then, whenever it's bumpy, we criticise. Uh, so, so, but, but that's that's just that's just part that's of the not, course, and, and we're having of the beast. Yeah, we're having we're having we're having to blood them. But what we've got to hope is that the and, and this is probably the way it's going to be is at the moment we get a good, at the moment we're getting a, a, a we're, we're probably going to get a good performance every three games, like a really good performance. Yeah, and what we've got to try and do is make it every two games. And then we've got to try and make it every game. And it's going to be yeah. a gradual, a gradual process. And I and I wish it was better. And I'm still worried about away. Um, because at home, we've got the benefit of our fans who I think have really demonstrated a great commitment to the young players. Weren't they great today? Yeah. Look, sounded really loud. Really good. Yeah. Sounded loud. And look, there's nothing better than a Friday night game at oh. Arsenal. Go
1: out right. with the lash after. Oh, Fini- yeah. You. Finish work. Have a Little few curry. beers. Oh.
2: Go meet Johnny in, and Peckham, Indian Ocean on the Holloway Road, and then down ah. to Peckham to see Johnny.
1: <laughs> be magic. It'd be magic. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I, I love that. I love that. Re- that you know that point. We're we're a one in three team at the moment. Then you've just got to make sure that the other two games aren't losses. Yeah. Right. And what I, I think, I think where the criticism has been fa- has been fair of Arteta. It's it was just it's been quite bland palace palace and brighton were quite palace actually wasn't as bland when you look when you watch it back you know the the final 20 minutes we were we were pretty good we hit the bar lacazette forced a really good save there were a lot of close moments it wasn't it wasn't terrible it was just frustrating that you can be so good at the start and good at the end and this this this, this middle bit was bad but i'd say you, you know he needs to have more performances like today because performances like today just ease the tension of you know the people saying I I don't I still don't know what Arteta is trying to do. Well, today is what he's trying to do. Spurs yeah. is what he's trying to do. But then, then you watch the Palace game and you're like how, how can how can we be so different game to game? And it is inexperience. It's a team game and it takes time to bed in. But I think if we can be within spitting distance of the top four by Christmas, then all those players will be bedded in, and they're young and they're not playing in Europe. They don't have that fatigue. So if we keep people fit going into the back end of the season, you give yourself a chance of Europe at least.
2: And this, and look, I don't think we're going to get so many injuries because we're not playing so many games. So I think that's really going to help us. You know, it reminded me a little bit of uh, the lack of confidence. I mean, the thing that's really really shone through in the Brighton and the, and the Palace games actually was a lack of confidence. And it sort of reminded me of of when... Arsene Wenger first came, and Paul Merson did that famous interview, and he stuck on Match of the Day, and he talked about how Arsene Wenger gives he gives the players unbelievable belief, and like yeah. that was a that was a thing. And I feel like, and and after the Palace and the Brighton game, I, there was this piece of me that was just like, does Arteta give the players unbelievable belief? Like I know that he's giving them a, a tactical blue a tactical blueprint to help them solve games that we can we can debate is is right or wrong and it seems to it seems you know the jury's out but does he seem like a guy because I don't think there's any anything that involves a performance culture in the world where if you don't make people feel like they have like very 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 good then they can deliver the best I've noticed a little bit more about it he's been talking about Smith Rowe and talking about his unbelievable attitude and his hunger to be better coming out a little bit more yeah he's getting a little bit better but You know, I do wonder whether we just sometimes need to just like these these players just seem a little bit lacking in confidence. And I wonder whether that's something behind the scenes that we can uh, just do a little bit more on. Because, you know, we've got some great young players and and, and we need to make them feel like world beaters. And I think the fans are good at that, but maybe there's some more inside the club that, that need to help.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've wondered that. You've wondered that sometimes, especially uh, more more so last season. But I think the only thing you can say on on that front is these players all sign up for Arsenal. They all put pen to paper. Now, from what I understand, Arteta can be an inspirational leader. I mean, he's got flaws, he's young. I think he can be quite Trumpish at times. But whatever happened during the break seems to be having a breakthrough you know we haven't lost since uh, you know the first international break. The best,
2: the best 15 days of his life didn't he say? The best
1: 15 days of his life yeah I am um, but uh, I think part of uh, consistency and part of belief is uh, is is rep- you know it is it is the repetition in inconsistency Arsenal are only going to get better by you know constantly having these experiences some will be bad you know you have to deal with bad weather And you have to learn how to deal with that, especially if you're a foreign player and you've not played in in conditions like we had at Brighton. People on my blog from Brighton saying that was the worst weather that they had in in over a year. But they'll be better for it next time. The Palace game, you know, learning how to deal with the pressure of going a goal up when you're worried that you're not going to score a lot of goals. Aston Villa is playing in front of a home crowd after a slightly disappointing game and knowing you have to show up and they showed up and they've just got to take those lessons and arteta's got to bottle these moments to say look you, you just played a great game against the side i think we lost our last three games against villa badly you know like i, I remember i think we Yeah lost
2: 1-0 away and then we lost that terrible game at the emirates 3-0 and that was actually the start of the death spiral uh, last year that 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 villa game at home when everything just started falling apart from that point, because it came after that big win against Manchester United, I think, or, or so, um, yeah, they've been a real
1: badly second best, badly second best against Villa. Almost. I, I think we played them last, uh, the, the season that we won the FA cup, I think it was after we beat city. We played yeah. them immediately and we just got, we just got rolled. And a lot of people were saying their midfield would overrun us today. And they didn't you know, like, the defensive unit in the first half was so good, Villa didn't have a shot. That's a Villa create a lot of chances. Emmy Buendia, Emmy, Emmy, who more like,
2: <laughs> yeah, um, we got. But, I'd love to say we got the right man, but our guy wasn't playing,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what, um, so what did you think of uh, Emmy Martinez performance today? He's don't <laughs> he's a he annoys me. It annoys me. Uh,
2: save, save the penalty. What did you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I I thought he was fine. Um, I don't have a problem with him. I mean, I, I mean, let's. If you put yourself in his shoes, I think he's a superior goalkeeper to Leno. And imagine how frustrating it must be as a professional when you've got a limited amount of years at the top to not really be getting any chances. And to be honest, he managed to prove it when it mattered, and he came in. He's better than Leno. I think he is. Like, he's now an established Argentine number one. He's got murals everywhere. He makes makes with Messi. He's won uh, international competitions. So it's worked out for everyone. He has got a chip on his shoulder about Arsenal. Yeah. You know, like, just put yourself in some of those, these positions. Like, I get it, you know, and he proved it. But it's worked out well for everyone. Um, we got paid a lot of money for him. A fair amount in hindsight. I think that's what he's worth. Um, he got a move, he's number one, he's improving all the time. Made um, some great
1: he made some great saves tonight, saved the penalty. He made <laughs> some he, didn't save the second one though, did you? I, he, I had a feeling that I Oba would miss it and score the follow up weirdly. He
2: he made some he made some great saves. I mean, let's be completely honest. Um I don't think Ramsdale like I love Ramsdale, but is is Ramsdale better than Martinez? No. That, you know, I, I think that it's much of a muchness. I think, I think Ramsdale has a great ceiling. But uh, Martinez is number one for Argentina. He's been outstanding ever since he left us. And he was outstanding when he came into the team for us. So, I, like, I, heard, I
1: heard through the grapevine that uh, Martinez wasn't that popular at Arsenal. Really? Heard yeah. it heard it through the grapevine. And Aaron Ramsdale certainly is. I like Aaron Ramsdale more. I'm glad that we've got I, Aaron Ramsdale. I, what I like I, I, I like, like Aaron
2: 23? Ramsdale more as well, but it would have been easier to just keep one of them. I mean, it, that's that's what I'm saying. I don't think I don't think we've got a marked improvement on Martin. I think they're pretty pretty similar at a pretty pretty similar level. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, he's he's I, like, I don't have a problem with him, but and and part of football is the booing and the banter and all that stuff, and it's yeah. like become an internet meme, isn't it? Like him. Him, him always going. Let back me to tell how, you
1: about Arsenal. Let how, me tell unfair, you about
2: how unfairly treated he was. But you know, how, how many times have have we been unfairly treated by someone and like telling people all about it? So, um, all good. Um, but you know, Ramsdale. Yeah, I mean, he's he's he couldn't be any more established as Arsenal number one. And I love Leno.
1: That. I, Leno c- cannot get back into that. Side. No, no, no. He's, he's done it, now. It's over. It,
2: it, it's over. And Even it's, a big
1: mistake. It's over.
2: It's a it's a lesson in um in how to manage your career. Like those being at Arsenal for this year when he didn't want to be there has cost him a year of his career. You know, he yeah. should have either pushed for the move last year and got and, and made it happen, or he should have kept his mouth shut. But either way, he's um he's not in a good place, he's not getting back. Um and that's fine because we've got Aaron Ramsdale and we love him and um, I think I saw I don't know if you saw that video of him running when Lacazette uh, scored the equalizer against Palace. He was fast. He must have got from the edge of his box to, to celebrate with the team in about six seconds. Unbelievable.
1: It it was it, it, he's he's an athlete though, isn't he? He's he an looked, actual, you know, he's like long gone are the days where goalkeepers yeah, were, they, you know, they, the they stand around having run. a flag. Yeah, he's ripped. Like, so, you know, he's, he's, he's jump, he, the height that he gets on his jumps is, is, is incredible. I like, and he is very good. I think one of the Sheffield United bloggers said that he, he really adapted, you know, he, his ability to come out and spread his body. He's very good at, you know, smothering out danger. And he did it a few times, uh, again tonight. He's just a very good goalkeeper. He's very sound. I love got, the
2: fact, I love the fact that he, he's so, um, He's so mentally switched on, because that but, was yeah, really that was, really alert. Because that was basic. We were all basically going, because we don't know anything. Because we're idiot fans. We were Stupid. all saying, look, uh, he's a good shot stopper if you're facing five hundred fifty shots a game. But actually, he can't do, you know, he can't do. It. It's like well, he's never been given the chance to. We've got absolutely never played in a team. Where he gets the limited number of shots that he faces at Arsenal, or or maybe not even that limited anymore, but certainly more limited than than in some of those uh those other clubs that he's played at. But, you know, mentality-wise, his attitude, the confidence that he breeds, and you know, this new back line. I mean, it it really helps not playing so many games that we're able to basically field a consistent lineup in defense for so long. Do you remember how bad it was? I mean, even last year or the year before, when you know our centre half partnership basically changed every single game, our fullbacks were we had went through over eight right backs. So yeah, we're, we're we're beginning to you know have that consistency.
1: Which but let let's talk about the defensive unit because Tommy Asu had a really solid game. I thought that he added a lot, you know, with his surging runs going forward. Um Ben White's passing is fantastic, but so is his ability to run on the ball. Gabriel had a better game uh, today. You know, I think Ben White and Gabriel both made a mistake in the Palace game by standing off, um, you know, Benteke uh, for for one of the goals. But and then uh, and then we have had problems when Tierney has been injured in the past. And I thought, you know, everyone was a little bit concerned about Tavares because he's uh, he's 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 a bit wild he's got a bit of the abuyi about him yeah i was about to Great, say but he's an unbelievably powerful athlete um he's got brilliant control on the ball when he runs and he's got pretty good cross i thought he had a really solid game today you know considering that is his premier league debut uh
2: well pre- premier league uh, start debut starting debut
1: yeah so yeah. I, you know what it's it looks like for the first time in since Oh, you know, what, Guy Clichy and Ashley Cole, we've got two good yeah. left-back options. Yeah, so right? far,
2: so so far, so good. Um, I mean, the thing, there is no worse position where, to, to play if you're worried about being exposed than fullback. back You can get absolutely annihilated. It's like one of those positions where there's just no place to hide. And as no. soon as they, we've seen it so many times by having a dodgy left-back or a dodgy right-back, and literally teams just, like, pin you back with, like, long diagonal balls, just... Keeping a winger on you, and and so you know it's tricky coming in and, and making a starting debut. And he just looked really powerful, really robust, really focused. I didn't even really notice him a lot of the time, which was which is perfect, almost exactly what you want from a fullback making a debut. You know, you don't want uh, a sort of Andre Santos type of performance where you know can be quite could be quite magical going forward, but every time the ball was coming the other way, you you were shitting yourself. So. Um, so, so he was good. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, Ben White is, is coming good. He's, uh, he's, he's looking more and more like an Arsenal player. He's got a bit of refinement around him. So yeah, it's,
1: uh, it's all good. So we are like, let's talk about the premier league table. Uh, Oh right yeah.
2: Now. I mean, what are we? We're up to, We're up to
1: ninth. Oh, uh, we are, uh, yeah, what are we? Uh, one point off of the top four, oh. which it, 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 we're one point off of the top four. But who did Brighton? I think Brighton play Manchester City tomorrow. So I, I expect that Brighton will not win that game. I think they drew to, to Norwich last week. Manchester United are playing Liverpool. So there's quite a high chance that that could be a draw or a United loss. Yeah. Brentford are playing Leicester and you wouldn't put it past Brentford to smash no. them. So we could have a bit of an equaliser of a weekend to kick to kick Friday night off with a win is so, so important. Because like you say, now it's feet up. We can relax for the weekend.
2: Oh, If I, results
1: it's... go our way, we are right back in the mixer.
2: Yeah, no, I uh, it's, it's the best way to be. You don't realise quite how much your weekend is still ruined, even when you're 40 years old by Arsenal losing. Or dropping points, so uh, uh, yeah, we we're up in uh, and and like you said, we just got to be hanging around the the fringes of top four and uh, see what happens on the back half straight, right? Because exactly, we haven't we haven't got any Europe, we haven't got any Europe, and um, and I think we're I think we're reaping the benefits of that.
1: Yeah, and the the next game is a really big one for us because we've got Leicester Ooh. and. It's Leicester away. Last time we played Leicester away, we put in a really fantastic performance. Leicester have been very up and down this season, but they scored four goals uh, against United. Uh, so it, it'll be an interesting game. It's a, it's a different test, and I thought that Brendan Rodgers really got the better of us at the Emirates last season. Just yeah. did nothing. They got the. I think they. I think they got the ball in our box once and they scored. Total sucker punch. But Brendan Rodgers set the tone for our demise after that. I think we beat United after that. And then we went on that horrendous run because teams just kind of sussed us. I think we'll have a different plan this time around. And if we bring the level of performance that we brought against Aston Villa today, we will come away with three points. So we've we've basically got the opportunity to get 10 points from 12 from this section of the season. If we get 10 points from 12, we are strong going into December, which is quite the turnaround considering the start.
2: Yeah, we've got um and we need to because after that we've got Liverpool away. Oh, so my word. and so, that will be a sad. Well, we got sad we got thing. we got Watford at home and then we have got Liverpool away. So we have to we have to get something from Leicester. We can't afford because cause, you know even a draw and we go in with maybe a, two two wins and two draws going into the Liverpool game. You know, two wins, two draws, a defeat right, it's, it's, we, it's, we it's need to win. Bit, we need to we need to we need to win and that's that's the uh, that's the effect of that terrible start we have with three losses is it's really hard to to feel like you're 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 getting in front of yourself again, you know? So we've been we've been chasing uh for so long. So we've just got to put like put some wins together and, and, and when you can put wins together, it doesn't really matter if you lose the odd game because you're picking up enough three points. But um it's, it's if Arteta like can
1: it's, get two wins on the bounce here I think ending this uh, this little window with ten points from twelve is would be a fantastic achievement. I feel more comfortable playing Leicester than I do Aston Villa, to be perfectly honest. Uh, you know, I, I think that Leicester are about the same level as Arsenal on, on maybe not on paper. On paper, they're they're better than us, but I think we should be expecting three points there if we keep everybody fit and, and do what we did tonight and play with that mentality and that confidence. Then we should be in there, and I, I think you know, they'll, I, I think they'll. I think that could be a good game. Then that could be one of those sort of. And that's
2: that, that's uh is that that's next weekend, right?
1: Yes, yeah, an early one. I've got to get what? up at it's six. It's a six thirty a.m. for me, seven thirty for you. Oh. Nightmare stuff. Nightmare stuff. Uh, okay, Matt. All right. Well, th- just a just a quick on the whistle today, but uh, like overall, feeling excited uh, going into this weekend. What what are you gonna do this evening? What alcohol are you going to treat yourself to?
2: Um, I'm just going to start with a start with a nice pilsner, Ooh. and then uh, move on to some wine, and just uh, I'm just it's just delightful when Arsenal win, isn't it? Oh,
1: it's just a um, weight lifted off the shoulder. It's it's uh, it's good for your mental health.
2: It really is. It really is. No, uh, I couldn't be happier.
1: I couldn't. Even... I wonder
2: what Johnny would have said about all this.
1: I know exactly what Johnny would have said. It's about consistency. Can he can he do it in the next game? Can he do it in the next game? And I like th- there's an element of me that say like, I agree. But you know, th- just I'm, I'm hanging on to this podcast a little bit because I mean I'm enjoying it today. One of the things that people keep on saying, and Johnny Johnny fuels this a little bit. He's like, he's been in the job for two years, and look, he has been in the job for two years, but he's also shipped out 21 players, completely remodeled the squad. We've now got the youngest team in the Premier League whether you want to agree with it or not, it is a reset because it's a new set of players and it's a new vision and it's the vision that we all wanted. And if we want to sign young players, you've got to accept that when you sign young players, part of what comes with that bargain is inconsistency. And every elite manager will tell you that young players bring inconsistency. That's why the big teams don't have a lot of young players in there because you know, with senior players, you're going to get the same performance every week. So I think people have got to stop Arteta outing after a, you know draw against Palace, it's not it's not a realistic idea. You're only going to be disappointed by the next person that comes in. Arteta has got to uphold his part of the bargain. He's got to have more performances like Villa. But if you know if the next two games see a couple of good performances, I, I want to stop hearing all these idiots online saying, "Oh, we should sack him." it's stupid it's like you know all these people that speak with such authority but don't understand the basic psychology of the game don't understand the makeup of our squad don't understand what comes with the deal of having these hot talented young players coming through you want an academy led side you've got to to deal with the ups and downs
2: i'm ready to go and watch the under 12s
1: me too me too (laughs) Okay, Matt. All right. Thank you for joining the podcast. Um, if you want to follow Matt, he's uh, at Matt Candela on, uh, on Twitter. A nice blend of uh, of nostalgic Arsenal content mixed in with a little bit of uh, design chat. Um, Johnny will be back for the On The Whistle podcast. I think we've got a game against Leeds. Is that next week? I don't know. I don't even know what the fixture list is. I can't be bothered to look at it now. And- oh, that's a
2: nice way to end. Look at that comment. I'm beaten in seven across all competitions. There's some good things brewing.
1: There's some good things brewing. Oh,
2: the... and ESR, uh, Steve Pearce says uh, ESR masterclass. You know, this is a man after my own heart. Uh, so good to watch him live. He is Beethoven in that midfield. Oh, little Beethoven. Not even little. Six foot plus, as Yeah,
1: we got. Look, this is this is the sort of modern fan. Listen, SS. Here we go. I appreciate you we've got someone that's come onto the YouTube comments <laughs> and he said, Please, Peter, explain to us the genius of Arteta, Elbow cock. It's it's like SS, I appreciate you being on the podcast. I love it, I love everybody that comes and spends a little bit of time with us. We just beat Aston Villa three one in a fantastic performance. Like you that's last week's agenda, mate. It's get get off. Go go I hang l- out I with like Johnny this one. In uh, Pub. Uh,
2: this one Ramsdale Bollocking Party. Good. I agree. I like yes. that
1: too. Uh, yeah. we've got uh, Imram loved Whites game tonight as well. Villa couldn't deal <laughs> with our opening passes. If they press one player, someone else would carve them up. Yes Imram, I completely agree with that. Uh, Gabrielle, Gabriel uh, a lot of love for a lot of love for Gabriel and um, some people taking the piss out of Emmy Martinez. You deserve it my friend.
2: Yeah, no, okay. he these- that is, uh, oh, imagine, yeah. Let's. I like this one. Imagine thinking you can buy ESR for thirty-five million. Remember that? The Villa, absolute cheat. Villa trying to sign him.
1: Do you remember everybody saying that we should have signed Buendia? Yeah. He was anonymous tonight. Absolutely useless. All game. I'm not saying that he's a bad player, but like we can enjoy it a little bit, right? We can enjoy these moments. And my friend Tom, uh, if you he won't be listening to this, but he was an Aston Villa fan sitting amongst the Arsenal fans. And he didn't come out for the second half. He sat on the concourse, drinking a beer, eating a very average burger, feeling sorry for himself. And uh, So I'm quite happy. It's like a weird internet rivalry with Aston Villa. So it was a good day for Arsenal fans. So I hope everybody enjoyed it. And
2: then finally, just one to end on, the kid, Lacquer is better than Messi.
1: Uh, That is a big one to end on. That is a big one to end on. (laughs) On that note, if you are listening to this uh, on a podcast get into the itunes and give us a five star review if you are watching this online make sure that you subscribe to our twitch or our youtube channels and uh thank you for listening we appreciate all the engagement you're making these uh these little live events super fun and thank you if you've been subscribing to us on the podcast it's brilliant to have you on on that note i will say it ciao for now thanks matt cheers Pete. Next week. cheers guys lovely
2: Bye.
0: To order today, visit one eight hundred flowers dot com, slash, tune in. That's one eight hundred flowers dot com, slash, tune in. Sports Social Podcast Network.